Hello and welcome to the week in review. Michael is otherwise engaged, so uh, I'm Esty Wicket and I'm joined as always by Luke Perry. Luke, how's the weather? Uh, the weather is um, it's it's fine. A nice uh, cool breeze going into Halloween, and uh, so rare, raring to go for another unofficial OCP. Curzon's starting a new job and he's undergoing a baptism by fire at the minute, so he's got to be on the employer's good book. So um, just just the two of us. Yeah, yeah, he's um, he's undergoing his uh, his his Fleet Street education, um, as it were. Well, yes, we're uh, we're here today, uh, to me and you, and uh, you're right. It's going to be a, a uh, unofficial OCP. We'll be rambling about uh, about the week's developments. In which case, um, let's get into it. So this week has uh, what I can only describe as being a, a, a slight glitch in the matrix. Um, of just outright bizarre stories. Um, I think we should begin with um, the most meta story of the week, um, literally, in that uh, Facebook is now meta, and they um, garnished their announcement by revealing uh, something straight out of a Black Mirror episode, a, uh, a completely virtual world known as the metaverse. Um, granted, it's the, uh, the, 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 the fodder of um, nightmarish, future predictions from the mid-century um sort of the it's kind of the the, the uh sort of thing I, I can imagine philip k dick dreamt up after a particularly heavy binge um yeah i mean it's the perfect time for facebook to announce this given that the matrix 4 has just been released in cinemas can't make can't make this up perhaps the algorithm wasn't a glitch and so that the metaverse is from what dystopian articles i have read is basically just sunglasses with technology you um put the glasses on and you can record yourself about the influencers will love that uh, one example some article gave was you can look at a, a restaurant on the street and then see its yelp review so it's just an increasingly digitalized world but uh i think a trend we also need to touch on is a world where uh, we've given our thinking over to these um these devices and uh, humans who wear these will just be drones on a predestined path, as it were. And as I say, it does remind me of The Matrix because in uh, that movie, the, the main villain, which is the agent, they're in a men in black type suits and they wear sunglasses and they're completely computer generated just to control and manage the matrix and when they put their uh, finger to the tip of their glasses that's how they can scan and register the world around them and that's exactly what what will happen with this they will be these users will be pressing buttons to record pressing buttons to uh, review this shoe they found in a shop and uh, it's just black mirror isn't it mm -hmm. yeah what it feels like to me is um on the darker side of it like it's you know quite literally the wall being pulled over your eyes, or in this case, the, the silicon being pulled over your eyes um, to almost distract you in this, um, you know, sort of brave new world Nirvana type state from just how ghastly and ugly the tangible world is becoming. Um, I don't know about you, but I, I often find myself finding videos of, you know, once great uh, American metropoli reduced to um, graffiti and, and, feces in the street and 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 fighting and vagabonds and um you know the it's no secret that the world is becoming a, a an uglier um less serene place as we continue this this doomed quest of you know playing god at all expense mm -hmm. um 
and this is just that you know it, it's it's a world that is um completely within the uncanny valley um despite you know the the sort of faux upbeat nature of the announcement you know oh, we're all happy to see our friends in this weird spaceship well you know it doesn't strike me as an accident that this coincides with a time where um, the propaganda is relentless in telling you to be alone. Mm. You know, for the good of, for the good of our other people to be alone, to be isolated. Yeah, and um, that, that that that's what the Matrix is. It gives you this utopia to mask a very cruel and isolating reality. Mm. Yeah. Now, is this all part of the filterverse? It's oh, modern life doesn't look like the heavens. Let's change our devices around us to project this world for us in front of our eyes if we are not perfect people if we don't want to be photographed with warts and all we can simply go into instagram's edit edit for edit well into its um edit function and just make ourselves look like an angel oh. and with these glasses i'm sure if you're walking down in any um concrete dystopia you, you can just make sure make it look like you're walking through a sci-fi universe or a, the house of Elrond from Lord of the Rings or whatever your desire really and you exist in your own little bubble and uh, that's exactly what it is it's because it, as, you, as you've hit the nail on the head everyone has to be alone now and uh, the world they live in is just the world that they conjure around them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it is like the Matrix where it, you're, you know, you're an isolated battery in a pod, um, you know, completely anonymous, one of billions. Um, and yeah, it's, it's. Um, I mean, I think people are sort of. It's it's a very common thing people do where they they result result to mockery. You know, they're mocking. You know, Facebook for you know this bizarre um, rebrand and and the metaverse being oh it looks really tacky. Da, 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 da. Like, I think mockery goes far enough. I think this is something far more um insidious you know um and it's, again it's like you you know who this is marketed at you know the, the the type of person that um i believe c.s lewis referred to as the bug man um the, the this sort of listless affectless you know thousand yard stare of somebody whose only source of meaning in life is the next marvel movie because they i think they know something's deeply wrong they're too cowardly to call out what's wrong so they just resort to a constant flow of escapism you know these are the people who who love lockdowns because it enabled them to sit on their ass eating cheetos and watching you know netflix marathons yeah, the, the west has within the span of 100 years transitioned from an order four society which is based on meaning and purpose and self-restraint delayed gratification to an order one society which is the latter days of ancient roman greece where everyone is geared towards receiving bread and circuses even though the civilization that provided that entertainment is crumbling around them hmm. and yes and also we need to recognize that as lockdowns were popular with um, a sizable amount of the population, so will this. It will be welcomed and accepted. The media won't be uh, on a hate campaign against this. They, they will be looking at, oh, look at this new technology, and then it will be normalised. And uh, I mentioned this thing with the generations. The, the, um, the universe in which the child spends their adolescence is conceived a state of nature, even however... Um, abnormal it is in the grand scheme of things so the, the children growing up today who are always glued looking down at their phones they they um 
the generation after them will be with people just glued to their glasses. They'll be mm. sitting in waiting rooms and restaurants and they're just back mm. props up. Have you seen the um, Doctor episode Rise of the Sidemen? They've got those earpieces in. If it's from the last, <clears throat> if it's from the last 10 years, then no. Last 10 years, yeah, probably about 11 years. But yeah, so um, in that episode, uh, how the... Um, how a deranged inventor grows that the sideman is he mass markets a uh, selling of an earpiece that's very similar to the airpods of today and that's how the the people get everything they get the the, the recent gossip news etc and so there's no, no real need to speak to anyone else hmm. and uh, of course there's something very dark line behind this as well and that the darkness we can see in the one day is just further control because I, mean, I think the biggest sort of criticism is not that we're turning into robots, but there's major security and privacy concerns about all of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, you know, I mentioned uh, C.S. Lewis a moment ago, and um, like two of his books, uh, one fiction, one nonfiction, kind of, um, I think, are, are really on the money here. You know, he wrote. Um, uh, that, that hideous strength, uh, the novel, and um, the abolition of man, um, in which you know, about a century ago, he he no, that's true, less than, but um, he was he was very clued into the um, the ugly, almost Kafkaesque nature of um, the new technocratic establishment. Um, and yeah, and that's only gotten worse since then. You know, um, you have people like uh, like Zuckerberg and Bezos gates who see themselves um not only as god but being as being you know entitled to gods they have so much power to the point where zuckerberg is now you know i mean this is it's not even like a you know tinfoil hat thing yeah he's literally doing it in front of our eyes but he's creating a sort of a surrogate world um which he has the keys to um these people are gods you know and the only the only thing they're lacking in terms of you know symbolic power is a seat at the un i can't imagine that's far off either no, um, well, considering that companies like Microsoft, Facebook, Twitter are larger than most nation states in both GDP and population, often buy out the entire people and if they're manufacturing stuff, often do. And, uh, of course, the, the one side is they can play God, but the other side, of course, is people let them out. I, I like how you mentioned C.S. Lewis because one of his fiction works was, of course, The Chronicles of Narnia, and one of the books in the series was The Silver Chair. Uh, you, you familiar with that classic British fairy tale? Yeah. So about um, a prince who was uh, captured by a, a witch and um, to remove his personality and just basically make him uh, her slave, she uh, creates this magical device called the silver chair where for a certain time in the day, the prince sits in and uh, his inner self, his true self, goes to battle with the enchantments on him and it's the silver chair which keeps it at bay i think that, that that's the great allegory for many things in the modern life uh, i mean aldous huxley created a, a sort of more modern one when he said soma the the drug that's used to just keep you happy and i think that that's what it will be people i mean humans are built over hundreds of thousands of years of evolution that this technology is unnatural to them the brains are fried by the amount of dopamine it gets mm. and so um there's this cognitive dissonance where people aren't acting like themselves but there's, there's a sort of addiction a sort of power over mm. them that's keeping mm. their true self from mm. complete rebellion 
I mean, yeah, um, one of my favorite films is uh, called My Dinner with Andre, and it's basically the first of a podcast. It's a film from the 70s where two characters would just, just sit in a restaurant and talk about things for an hour and a half. Um, and at one point, one of them's uh, talking about a, a theory he has that, you know, bear in mind, this is back in the 70s, like 50 years ago, um, that um, the the metropolis of New York is the prototype for the prisoner of the future, where the, the inmate is simultaneously the prisoner and the guard. And um, they're so distracted by their convenience and their sort of hedonistic ways um, that they enter this state of, you know, they, it's, it's like, you know, if you look at people our age who, you know, live for the weekend so to speak you know they only care about you know going out and getting smashed and you know spending their money on you know uh boohoo and asos who will never own anything they'll only, only rent right um he, he describes it basically being because you know something's wrong but you enjoy the convenience and the ability to give in to your baseline impulses with no consequences that you you exist in the state of schizophrenia where you're simultaneously um you loathe the prison you're in, you love the prison you're in, and you can't even see the prison you're in. You know, it's this, it's this weird trifecta of delusion where the only thing that um, escapes your, um, anything that, that, that escapes your reasoning is that the way you are living isn't natural, it's not good for you. No, um, as, as C.S. Lewis says, it, it was the silver chair. And uh, I think Jim Carrey originally said that depression is your... Uh, body being subjected to unnatural not unnatural forces but sort of an unnatural way of living yeah and, and of course that the, the human, human body is built to function in certain conditions if you flood yourself with mcdonald's milkshakes mm. the um so your organs are going to be strange your blood is going to be less than stellar and that as above so below that that affects your brain and um your body is implicitly telling you it, it is unhealthy. That's the cause mortal man is too stupid to see what's mm. the problem. And but, but I do, do think a big part of why we're stuck in this mess is because of vice, is because of addiction. People aren't, people are repressed, but they're not necessarily enjoying their, they're enjoying their repression. Mm. So how do you essentially break how, the the strong impulses of the human condition yeah 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 exactly um i think huxley said that, you know people were um taught to love their submission um because it got them high you know it smelled nice it you know it, it, it sounded all encompassing um and going back to you know the the, the silicon valley gods because i think that's what, essentially what they've become you know mortal gods where they're from the they're from the precisely the wrong background to <clears throat> fulfill that role you know it's why it's so concerning that um someone like jeff bezos has monopolized e-commerce like someone like gates is is leading you know pub the public health charge why someone like zuckerberg is leading this creation of a, of a surrogate universe because they're not so they're not human but they're outlook isn't human focused they're tech people right like the matrix they view the world in ones and zeros yeah. View every problem as mathematical. It is it's ruthlessly utilitarian, you know. Um, which, you know, on utilitarianism, the 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 moral logic un underneath it can be unpicked by one simple thought experiment, which is this. If you could ensure worldwide peace and prosperity by going into a village and slaughtering every man, woman, and child, that would be okay, that would be justifiable under the 
utilitarian concept because you know it's it's a it's a mathematical equation you know like eight billion is bigger than you know a few thousand um and that's kind of i think that's why we we've sort of been permitted um to go down this drastically inhuman route because the people who are leading the charge view human problems not through the lens of the the delicate and idiosyncratic nature of human behavior rather than just a sum to be sold i mean yeah this is exactly the makeup of this paper is exactly why they built um these companies <laughs> that are so ubiquitous they saw a problem and with the legitimately brilliant minds they created products and then they sold it well particularly microsoft revolutionized um <laughs> laptops and whatnot mm. but uh, yeah it, of course it, it always reaches breaking point that is why you don't seek solace in absolutes i think that's another big problem is secularism i'm just going to say it because two problems are, arise with with that mindset the, the number one the, the only place you can seek to is utilitarianism because if you have no higher purpose all you have is just looking at the wider physical surroundings and trying to pick out any purpose you can and that, and the second thing is of, of course there is there's no restraint on you mm. there is no check on your behavior what's what's stopping you but from going forward yeah and i think also when you look at um this sort of trifecta of of uh progressivism scientism and secularism um I suppose mix that also with you know the technocratic movement um that emerged in the early uh 1900s uh, and just sort of you know exploded in the last 10 15 years is that it's it's i don't think it's accurate to call it you know anti-religion i think it's 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 a godless religion um yeah you know it's because it, it has all the hallmarks of, of a religion apart from the one that actually constrains behavior and you know um yeah, encourages a sort of a, a stoic um contemplative outlook on life rather than just you know either complete emotional incontinence or excess to the point of you know incremental suicide oh yes it's it's very cult-like, and that's largely because all these New Age religions, you know, BLM, the Pride Movement, whatever Bill Gates is building, they haven't gone through an enlightenment. They haven't seen how disastrous their ideas and their dogmatism can create. Hmm. I mean, but like, even if even if they did go through a crisis, I think they're too arrogant and too like you know they're they're, they're so you know um, megalomatic to even really notice or care well, it's 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 a religion where uh, <laughs> one of the few religions where the believers believe they're without faults because of the whole point of um <laughs> a higher power is that you are imperfect and you are prone to mistakes and sometimes evil hmm. but th these people know there's there's no check on them there's hmm. there's not there's nothing stopping them yeah 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 and um the the, the real stroke of genius on their part is that they've managed to create a sort of a um a quasi-revolutionary element to it through their street protest um appendix you know they, they've managed to I, I can't tell if they've if they've drank their own cooler on, on this or not but they've they, they've managed to create the image of um radicalism but it's it's managed radicalism you know it, it you know it's like um you see, you see the you see the the uh, the street warrior class of the of the regime, you know, being this sort of unhinged, you know, 
Antifa types in the in the uh, north northwestern US, and you see it clear as day that, that the the only beneficiaries of what they're doing are um, are oligarchs. I think it is it, it is drinking the Kool Aid because they, they've been tricked, haven't they? They are believe they're fighting the power, but they're fighting on behalf of the power. And uh, I think this is just a combination of uh, well how uh, a mixture of how weak modern humans has become because the, the only reason why the uh, the establishment thinks it's the anti-establishment is because number one it's puritanical which we've discussed and number two is because it's paranoid it's it's because of it's the despotism of a of weakness not just liberty because think about it if you are reduced to a weak atomized state you will look for power and leaders and safety and security and uh, the people who are most willing to offer are you know, corrupt and out for their own goods and you're expendable hmm. and that's why um the, the revolution will be televised because another one's holding the camera <laughs> yeah 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 um dark 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 episode so far yeah that, that's, we... that's what you get with me and the <laughs> yeah. dear viewer. Believe it or not, Curzon actually injects some optimism into the discussion. <laughs> <laughs> Don't judge a book by its cover. Um, let's move on because I want to discuss the uh, the Navarra media thing. Um, I, I noticed there was an all-out kind of um, info civil war on our side of things over you know whether or not this is a good or a bad thing um i'm just gonna say up front i do not pity anyone who falls on their own sword oh no the, if you sow the wind you reap the whirlwind hmm. yeah no. tragic it's happened but you're the ones who pushed for this it's on you yep and now now they're back online they're gonna go back to the same old they're not gonna learn from this they're not gonna turn around and be like you know we need to come together and yeah, the office the, the they are not gonna start defending rightists who get deplatformed you know because their business model was on, was on whipping up you know witch hunts against various right-wing sources i mean it's just you know it's, it's it reminds me a lot of the reign of terror when robespierre condemned thousands of men to being guillotined and himself was guillotined you know yeah <laughs> <laughs> well it's a Paul harrison speech on dresden isn't it the Nazis bombed all these places. They're going to get bombed to hell back, aren't they? And uh, th uh, that's exactly well. That's what will happen to these people. They just they lack all more righteous about it, and they love to be victims, don't they? And um, again, nothing, nothing will happen. It's the the, the pendulum, the train keeps moving in one direction. Hmm. Yeah, the banning of Navarra Media will not shake up any souls. But also, it was, it was very clearly just a glitch in the system, right? I mean, it was very clearly just like a dolphin caught in the fishnet, right? Yeah. I mean, because they were reinstated within an hour, you know, based on a couple of tweets. Um, when none, no one on our side has ever has ever been so lucky. Yeah, Trump's not back on Twitter, I, I assume. No, of course never, not. Never going to be. Huh. And we well, see at the moment that. The revolution e eating its children now the the sort of revolutionaries of generations past on uh, approaching middle age and pension age so they're not as radical as their new little militants but uh you know they're they're being they're being fallen on they're falling on their own sword as well i mean look at kathleen stock 
Uh, although she um, believes in academic freedom, she ultimately you know, fostered this environment of self-perception, of lived experiences, of us versus them, divisive gender politics. And that came to um, beat around the head. Hmm. Yeah, same thing with her, same thing with uh, Margaret Atwood, same thing with J.K. Rowling, where they have um, you know this sort of geriatric liberal effect where they... Um, they um this you know because they're the old guard of this sort of thing they they didn't receive the latest software updates so suddenly you know they, they were outside you know and and you know they they were a pariah as the confines of you know the the progressive overton window shifts uh, increasingly narrow by the day um this is going to keep happening where people who you know um this time last year would have been adversaries have for some reason been been pushed into our camp but but on that i will say be weary of fellow travelers because not everyone is has a positive vision they've just been pushed out of the yeah. end they just pushed out of the regime camp and are desperate to find other people who have had the same treatment but the the the, the end goal couldn't be can be any more different um so i mean yeah so it's be weary of fellow travelers oh yeah absolutely yes I mean, politics, of course, is confusing nowadays. You use one safe word one day and then 24 hours, now it's taboo. And uh, it can be the sort of same with people, that they can turn into Goldstein overnight, can't they? Here's where we invoke Orwell's law. Um, there is nothing but, there is no history. There's just the eternal truth of the party. And, uh, of course, as J.K. Rowling, darling of the left for an awful long time, has now been cast out and given how um, quickly people forget she's you know, always been um, always been to a, a radicalized activist on the far right so yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah it's very strange. strange yes but um just another glitch in the matrix it seems yeah we've got the title for the episode mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well on on the note of a. Uh, a glitch in the matrix. I'm, I'm sure there'll be an, another one in the in the next week, so we'll be here to uh, discuss that next time round. Um, no COVID this week either, so um, we'll. Uh, I'm sure that'll be back next week with the return of uh, Mr. Curzon to our podcast. Um, on that note, thanks to Luke for uh, partaking. Um, thank you for listening, and we'll see you again next week. Cheers. <laughs>